just gotta gotta get started that's what i tell everyone who like comes up to me and they want to start their own business or start an instagram channel i just gotta get started there's, there's no point waiting not not nothing changes until something moves Hey guys, Chris here. In case you're noticing, I'm a little bit under the weather, but as they say in show business, the show must go on. Having said that, let's dive into this episode. I want you to picture this. You've been a designer for a couple of years, you've worked gigs in a few different countries, and one day you sign up for Instagram, and instead of posting pictures of food or your pets or whatever, you use it as a record of things that inspire you, specifically logos. Jonathan Rudolph, the person behind the Logo Inspirations Instagram, has grown his account to half a million followers in about three years and has created a hub for designers all around the world to easily see what others are doing and be inspired by it. We're going to talk to Jonathan about his beginnings, day-to-day running a popular Instagram account, and navigating this new world of business. I've been a graphic designer for almost close to a decade now. Uh, I got my first design job when I was 18 in back in Sri Lanka for a design agency and I was their very first designer. Worked there for about uh, two years, uh, came to Australia, uh, studied graphic design and printing, did a diploma mm-hmm. uh, and then I headed to Dubai for a year, got a job offer in Dubai. And I worked for the Royal Meridian Hotel. It's a big hotel in Dubai. Worked there for a year. Came back to Melbourne, got engaged. And then I started uh, Logo Inspirations back in late 2014 as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Where I'd be like walking the streets and taking photos of logos and uploading them to Instagram. Yeah. And then it just took off. It took off from there. 2014, is that the kind of beginning of Instagram? Uh, when was Instagram uh, created? Was it 2012 or 10? Oh, is that right? Yeah, somewhere around that time. Okay. I, I, I remember it still having the old icon, uh-huh. the 3D icon, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you told us where you're from and where you're living now because yeah. you kind of have an unusual accent. Yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> can't, you can't place it. It sounds mostly Australian to me, but maybe there's a little bit of that Sri Lankan accent yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a bit of a mix, yeah. All right. <laughs> now, if you guys don't know, it's just the way it sounds. Go on Instagram, check them out. It's at Logo Inspirations with an S yeah. at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I could still can't remember how I got the name. I'm, I must have seen another account called Graphic Inspiration or something and mm-hmm. then just thought, oh, just... Logo inspirations. Let's see how that goes. Okay, let's do a quick check. How many subscribers or followers are you up to now on Instagram? Uh, let me check. Okay. 542,000. Wow. Those are some big numbers. The last time we spoke, it was at 300,000. That's right. Yeah. So you continue to grow your <laughs> followers. Yeah. That's awesome. He, you got to be interactive with the crowd. Like, uh, we started doing some logo challenges. I, I have to thank you for that because uh, uh, when I started a logo challenge, I think last year, mm-hmm. there was a huge uh, like uh, backlash. People didn't like it. 
but then you gave it some credibility by launching the uh, the Spartan logo challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after that, people seem to like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is very interesting. I'll talk about this for a second. Yeah. Why did you get backlash for your logo challenge? Uh, the I think because I used the word competition. Uh, it seemed like something you do on like 99 designs mm-hmm. where yeah you pick a winner after everybody does a logo so they didn't seem to like that they said that i was using them uh, they thought i was going to use it for some company right uh, yeah <laughs> i think there's a lot of sensitivity in our community especially if you're still making your way up trying to earn a yeah. living doing design that yeah. there's an allergic reaction to competitive pitching 99 designs even fiverr and we had a similar response and i was kind of pushing back really hard because i said to guys we're not going to use this this is not even sanctioned by anybody was was that on youtube though like how did you where did you get the response we got it all over the place okay like this is horrible this is uh designers i don't know where i saw it but i definitely saw it and i had to respond to it and i had to address it i said hey look don't play along. This is yeah. about us learning. And I think yeah. this is where I had the turning point. It's like, I'm a teacher. And yep. think about what we're doing as the most open-ended classroom you've ever been. So you guys will do designs. Hopefully we all get some publicity. And some people have done really well, like Steve Raboyne. Yeah, Steve Raboyne. He's yeah. done really yeah. well because of this. He was a gun. Yeah. And he's grown and he's gotten jobs. And it's been very interesting how each person, what they got from it. And, and so I think we'll, one of the mm-hmm. one of the statements you made that changed their mentality was you you own the rights to the logo. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that eased up on everything. Yeah. So ultimately, I think our community kind of just chilled out once they knew that we're doing it for the good of the community and not yeah. to try and exploit them. Yeah. And and he said and he said he wasn't affiliated with uh, Reebok. Right. Oh, this button. Yeah. Nothing at all. It's yeah. totally unofficial. Now, I, I do want to say a couple of things. How the heck are you and I even talking? And how did this come about? So I want to share that story with our audience. Yeah. It was just kind of one of those moments in my Instagram feed where I noticed a massive surge of followers. And I was thinking, this is odd. <laughs> like, you know, I'll pick up like five, 10 a day. But when I think I, it was a video. Was was it a video that I shared? Yeah, I think you yeah, shared yeah. the pricing logo design video or something yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then as soon as that happened, I was picking up like eighty, and I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> interesting. And I would clear that out, and just in the same day, I'd pick it up again, and another sixty, and another fifty. And I was thinking yeah. something weird is happening here, and I had to kind of look into it a little bit. And that's when I came upon you and I was like, wow, hey, he's featuring the videos. This is really cool. (laughs) And I do want to say this thing because some creators have an issue with other people sharing their work. I, for one, am totally confused by that sentiment, right? Some artists like, don't share my work. You're you're not allowed to take that. And and it's a copyright violation, all these kinds of things. But for me, personally speaking, when people share our work, and we make it very easy to share our work, we, yeah. we allow people to download our videos and whatever else they want to do. Like people ask very nicely and politely about if they can write a blog post about one of our things or reference our videos in a top five list. I'm like, yes, of course, thanks for being so polite, but 
the whole point of what we're trying to do is to share information with the world. So you're actually helping us with our mission. And and that's what that's that's one of my main goals is to get exposure for for designers, for really good logo designers. I want to get them out there, make them famous and help them get more clients and become better logo designers in the end. And that's great. I think if people look into you and try to figure that out, that's exactly what you do. And I yeah. know you changed your bio and the links to the people as well. And so yep. you make it even easier for them to follow whoever it is that you're featuring, which is really cool. I, I think it only happened once when some guy told me to take it off. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure why. Yeah. Just once. Now, this is where it does get tricky. And I did get into it with somebody on Instagram where they shared a logo that we designed for one of our clients, but they were mm -hmm. also presenting a lot of their own logo work. Mm-hmm. That's oh, where yeah. it gets really confusing. Yeah, so their Instagram accounts where they themselves are design agencies, mm -hmm. but they're sharing other people's logos to get uh, followers. And that, to me, is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like their portfolio. And 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 if you if you look at the comments, most of the time uh, people think that they've designed the logos. Right. Very misleading. That, that, which yeah, which are not theirs. Yeah, no, that's here's, not right. here's where you can know it's wrong, where every third or fourth post, like hire us to design your logo. And then yep. it would yeah, show yeah. a logo. <laughs> it wouldn't mention you. It wouldn't give you credit. It was just nah. really super, super sketchy. Yeah, I, I, I call them out. Like as soon as I see that, I just, I know the logo designers. So I, I tag them in the post and then, yeah, I tell them to take it down. Yeah. Okay, well, let's take it back to the beginning. Here, here you are, you're thinking about something to do and you start taking photos of logos and then sharing them and growing it. Why logos? Why not other kinds of design? Is, is it something that you love to do or have a special fondness I, for? I always, I always loved good logos. Like even when I was a kid, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take like get a toy or a, a brand that didn't have a good logo. Mm -hmm. I was turned off by it. So I always loved good branding and the, like the symbol of the brand really mm -hmm. spoke to me, like good symbol. So yeah, I thought it, and 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 I didn't see that niche that much like in the early days of Instagram. So there were heaps of graphic accounts. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought I'd just try that niche, logo design. Now I don't know if you know this too, but Ben Burns and I were looking up in terms of social traffic around the word mm -hmm. logo design. You yep. are the number one driver on the internet, apparently, according to some <laughs> of these tools that we're, we're using to determine. What's this tool? Oh, I, I forget what it's tool. called, but um, you know what we'll do is I'll do a follow-up and post it in the comments yeah. somewhere, and then that way people can check it out. But that's scary, dude. That's scary well, yeah. how... But is, um, is that just Instagram? I haven't looked into this. I need to look into this. Well, they're just talking about traffic on the internet based on social... Okay. You're the number one driver for, I think the keyword was logo design. Whoa. Okay. And that's bananas. So it, it doesn't matter if you're on Twitter or on, on, on YouTube or on Instagram, whoever's driving the most amount of traffic for that. That's cool. cool. So I'm, I, get, I'm getting there. My, my goal is to be like the number one spot for logo inspiration. So, mm -hmm. so I'm getting there. Cool. Yeah. Oh, you're already there. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about. Okay. So now... I, I have a couple of social media questions for you because yeah. people are probably listening to this thinking, wow, this is bananas. How do you go in a couple of years, I guess 2014 in three short years? Yeah. Is it 2014 you started? Oh uh, yeah, late 2014. Okay, so I, I remember that yeah, long. I think it was early, just getting into summer in Melbourne. 
I, the first photo I took was of a restaurant at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some restaurant logo. Okay, so to, how does yeah. a person grow in about a year or three years time from zero to over half a million followers on Instagram? This is banana. So I, I know a couple of things about how you post and all that kind of stuff, but I'd rather hear yeah. it from you. How often do you post a day? Are there secret times? I mean, give us some tips uh, as to what you do and what, what you think it means. Well, the first thing would have to be consistency. Mm-hmm. You have to post every day, but like, uh, depends if you're a logo designer, you can't keep posting like every hour, like, like what I do. That's what I do. Like from the time I get up, I try try post a logo every hour until I go to bed. That's. Are you yes, serious? Is that what you're doing yeah. every single hour? Yep. Wow. Every single hour. And are you using some kind of software or tool or are you just doing uh, it manually? No, I just keep, yeah, just keep it manually. So I just check the phone. Oh, it's been an hour. So, and, and, and I have, what I do is I store logos on Google Drive. So I, I, ha- I tag the, the designer on the file name. Mm-hmm. with the name of the logo so it's in the google drive so i download the image and then i copy paste the name of the file which is easy oh yeah so I have everything's stored so i have like a stack of like well currently i think i have about 100 logos in that folder so i just keep adding logos every day so then i have a backlog of logos to upload I got to think at some point you can run out of logos to share <laughs> now there's new logos every day so Dribble is my number one source. Like uh, that's where I go to Dribble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I repost stuff on Instagram. If uh, like I use the hashtag logo inspirations to find those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes Behance. Very interesting. So you're scouring yeah. Dribble all the time. Yep, yeah, almost every day. And then you're building up a backlog of logos to share, and then yeah. you include the descriptions as part of the file name itself yeah and i get emails from designers as well right every day so if people want to be featured then they would use the hashtag logo inspirations right hashtag logo inspirations uh but the best way to like get in front of the line would be to send me an email are you do you share that email openly uh no i just download the file and uh, tag them oh i see okay yeah all right uh, what else? Um, upload quality stuff. Uh, make sure your images are high res, no pixelation. Um, uh, yeah. So what size does it need to be to be high res uh, for Instagram? The minimum would be six twelve by six twelve pixels. Okay. Six hundred twelve by six hundred twelve. That would be the minimum. So it depends on whichever niche you're in. Make sure your images are like high quality images. Like I like I get turned off like if I go to a Instagram and they got pixelated images. I wouldn't follow that account. Right. I see what you're saying. Instagram yeah. is very much a visual medium. So if you're gonna yeah. go and do something on Instagram, it has to look good. It has to be sharp, highest yeah. res- resolution for that platform as possible. Yeah. Okay. And. uh well, the thing that came in recently, I think it was last year, was it this year? Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. I use that a lot. So uh, I used to post the logo on the main page and then uh, on the story as well, but uh, haven't had much time to do that. 
but that uh, creates engagement because when you tag the designer, uh, they so it goes straight to the messages. Like if I tag you in uh, Instagram stories, mm-hmm. it goes into like it gives you a notification, so they see that immediately and uh, they usually screenshot uh, the the story and then they put that on their story as well. Mm-hmm. So so their their followers see that and uh, you get more followers through that. Mm. Yeah. Any other? So I wrote down uh, consistency, quality. Uh, you had Using mentioned before Instagram engagement. Stories. Yep. Uh, and stories. Use yep. Use all the hashtags that you can. Okay. I think it's thirty hashtags. And how do you think about? How do you come up with ideas for hashtags? Uh, well, I research and I see which ones are used the most. Uh, logo inspirations is now past. 250,000 hashtags, which is pretty cool. So I try to use the ones uh, that have the most hashtags and which are relatable to logo design. But unfortunately, uh, hashtag logo design has been banned by Instagram. I just learned that I think last month. How come? They have, they have blocked it. I have, I have no idea why. They have blocked that hashtag. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe they were getting too many at once. I don't know. <laughs> <A bit odd>. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people who are listening to this are part of the creative community. So they're yeah. probably wondering, why would I post work that's going to attract more designers? Like, how is that supposed to benefit me? I thought social media marketing is all about attracting your client. How would mm-hmm. you respond to that? Well, uh, for, for most of the designers that I've, that I've spoken to on Instagram uh, have found clientele through Instagram because that's where clients hang out. Let's dive a little deeper on that though. I, I guess the, the, the fear is that uh, you only get more designers following you. And yeah. what benefit could that be? Well, I guess the, the bigger the following, the more exposure you'll get. That's one way I look at it. Like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Connor Fowler. I think you had him on yes. the show recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's been getting a lot of work uh, through Instagram and uh, Jeroen, I hope I get his name right, Jeroen Van Yeden. Have you heard of him? No. Uh, well, he's got like 100,000 100, followers and he's getting heaps of gigs. So I guess it uh, having a huge following gives you exposure and in turn more clients. Okay. So at this point, you don't have to be that picky if you just grow your followers you're gonna catch at some point a client in there right yeah and has that been the case for you as well uh i haven't done much client work uh, for the past couple of years since i started logo inspirations i think the last project i did was oh in january i think yeah but i've just been focusing on logo inspirations Okay. Like, yeah. So that means trying to grow that. So that means that you're not doing a lot of freelance work per se. You're mostly focused on being this curator of excellent logos, right? Yeah. So how I'm going to have to ask, how do you, how do you profit from this? How do you turn this obsession slash hobby or whatever it is into something that's a business or is it a business? Yeah, it is a business right now. Two words, Chris, affiliate marketing. Mm. Okay, <laughs> affiliate marketing. Okay, so I'm writing this down. 
So for people who don't know what that means, can you just give us a brief, simple explanation? So, so yeah, basically selling somebody else's product. And when you make a sale, you get a commission out of that. That's just one way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. what kind of affiliate marketing programs do you have set up? Uh, well, currently I'm working with SaaS products, uh, software as a service. Um, it all started last, well, I, I, I'd never heard of affiliate marketing until uh, uh, this guy from Logo called Kirill Clemson. Mm -hmm. I hope I got your name right. Um, from Logo Co. he contacted me last, early last year. And he said, hey, I, I got this uh, online logo design masterclass. Uh, do you, would you like to share it on your Instagram? Because you have so many followers. And uh, uh, every time you make a sale, you'll get a commission. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, cool. I've never heard of that before. And yeah, uh, so he gave me a link, a unique affiliate link. Mm -hmm. And I posted that in my bio. And he gave me some material marketing material posted that just put a message message on my instagram saying hey there's a new logo design class if you guys want to check it out just click the link in the bio and i think in that first first three days i think i made 250 bucks hmm. i was like whoa <laughs> i need to take this more seriously mm -hmm. and that's that's when i really got into uh uh curating the blog and started creating videos because because at that moment my idea of growing logo inspirations was uh, okay i'm going to get a huge following following and then i'm going to charge companies uh a certain amount to advertise on logo inspirations that's that's what i had in mind right but then after affiliate marketing came along it totally changed everything hmm. some interesting concepts going on here because you're so focused on logos that yep. Uh, I don't know how to say the guy's name, but the guy from Logo Core reached yeah. out to you and said, hey, we, we have some synergy. I, I teach a class on logo design. You're yeah. the foremost driver of traffic for logo work. And so yeah. it seems like a natural thing. It, it was almost seamless because I remember before talking to you, I looked this up. I thought it was your class. And I thought this is an interesting way to do top of the funnel awareness and drive it into yeah. your product. But this is an affiliate thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so. It's, yeah, it's totally logo co. But I'm I'm hoping to do my own thing in the future. I'm thinking of doing an online course, uh, maybe helping to how to grow your Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not sure what it is at the moment, but yeah, I'm working on it. Okay. So eventually, you have your own course and you can sell your own content. But right now, it's mostly yeah. like you're a fan of beautiful logos and you've built up yeah. a huge following, and now you've parlayed that into referral traffic and affiliate marketing. Yes. Now, initially, you said that the first batch came in and you got 250 bucks. That's yeah. really awesome. But that's really not a business yet because that's still kind of, to me, a hobby price. So yeah. where are you now at in terms of the affiliate marketing thing? How much revenue can are you expecting to, to bring in every single month? Uh, well, at the moment, uh, it's an average of about 1000 bucks a week. Wow. So, okay. yeah, I'm trying to grow that i'm looking into other affiliates mm -hmm. 
but I, I, I don't want, so what, what do you do? Like say you have a huge following, you don't want to get, say you get logo course, course. You don't want to get another company that does another logo design course and share the same thing. You don't want them to clash. So yep. you, you could find another software uh, SaaS company, uh, maybe that helps designers with uh, invoicing. Mm-hmm. So you could do that as another affiliate uh, affiliate partner. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have uh, companies that that do the same thing. That, that seems I mean? very reasonable to me. Yeah, yeah. And so as long as there's not competition, then there's no conflict because yeah. you don't want to be competing yeah. against yourself. No. Okay. Okay, I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, man, if I'm doing the math, you do about four thousand bucks um, in a month, right? Because it's a thousand. Like sometimes it goes up. Uh, right. Yeah. But on average, it's about a thousand bucks a week, yeah. and fifty weeks in the year. Yeah. You're pulling in somewhere north of fifty thousand bucks annually, yeah. and this is all passive income. Yeah. There's really but no will, client. Yeah. There's no feedback. There's no critique of the work. There's no proposals. <laughs> You just no. get to feature things that you love and you've been able to then find, luckily, a partner on the, yeah. on the affiliate side to deal with all the delivery, customer service, all that kind of stuff, right? You just yeah. send traffic via a special URL and, and you get yeah. credit for it. But uh, it's not just from Logoco, it's from, I do Skillshare as well. I think you guys do Skillshare. Yes, and we do. Skillshare, um, I do Book Depository. And I've got into Amazon. Uh, I think I started a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I need to need to refine my strategy on Amazon, and because uh, it's it's coming to Australia, it's launching in Australia pretty soon. So that I would see. be good for me. Yeah. Okay, so when you talk about Amazon, that's the Amazon affiliate where if people buy products, you get a percentage of every sale, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where where you came from in Sri Lanka, what is the annual? average annual income for somebody well uh when i was i was making 150 bucks a month when mm. you converted 150 so us dollars doesn't sound very promising i mean nah. <laughs> so the kind of money you're making in a week yeah is a little less than what they would make all year oh yeah yeah well that was uh almost 10 years ago i'm not sure how much more it has right. changed though right I'm not sure how much more it has changed. Uh, yeah, but that's what I was making. <laughs> you couldn't live on that salary right now. No. So this is a pretty sweet little operation you've set up for yourself that you're able to get passive income and you yeah. don't have to deal with any of the customer service stuff. And when you launch your own products, you'll be even making more money because what people don't understand is when you do affiliate marketing, it could be a few percentages to something higher, but it's never going to be 100%. Yeah. That's true. Uh, un- 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 unless you like uh, make strike a deal with the company and they give you a really good percentage, like 40, 60, which would be a really good percentage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm also working on uh, some ebooks at the moment. Uh, working on some ebooks, going to put them on the Logo Inspiration store. store. Uh, yeah, hoping to grow it that way. And then be a full-time Instagrammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is that would that be a nice goal for you to be able to do that? Yes, yes, okay. that's what I want to do full-time. So that's the main goal. Because um, right now, I come off to work, uh, 
maybe hit the gym if I haven't gone in the morning, come back. And then I'm probably like looking at content uh, for like to like two in the morning Mm -hmm. every day. And then the weekends, almost all the weekends, a chocolate block, working on blog inspirations. Hmm. It's not easy, but I'm not complaining. (laughs) Right. I'm loving it. Yeah. So you've turned your hobby into uh, to a business and yep. I, I love that you talk about this because people who sit around are thinking man i'm not getting the kind of followers that i want and now you're saying i work a normal job yep. and then i stay up to two in the morning every night and then basically most of my weekends are gone because you have to like build up the stack for the remaining week yep. right yes so it is a and- ton of work and I'm working on creating content for YouTube, uh, working on the the next logo challenge, uh, which is a Star Wars badge challenge, mm-hmm. launching that next week. Mm-hmm. Um, working with, I don't know if you heard of Miles Mendoza. I don't know if you've met him. I think he's in, oh, where is he? I think he's in San Diego. Yeah. The name sounds to, super familiar. Miles Mendoza. Mm-hmm. He works for HRO Design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a lot of cool logo stuff. Okay. Yeah. So what are you doing with so, him? So we're collaborating because he's a massive Star Wars fan. Mm. Oh, I see. I see. So, yeah, yeah, we thought we'd collaborate and do a hold a Star Wars badge challenge and get the followers to design Star Wars badges. Okay, so I've noticed that every time you do a challenge, as far as I can tell, you team up with somebody, right? Yeah. And what was the thinking behind that? So uh, that that gets the, everybody riled up, you know, they, like, like say I teamed up with Aaron Draplin, like that would be insane. So uh, I'm looking at uh, getting famous logo designers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The previous one I did was with Lucas Fields. He had yep. a decent following. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had like 30,000 followers. And that was a really, really successful logo challenge. Uh, uh, it was a city badge, the city badge challenge. So you had to create a badge that uh, related to your city. And we got some cool designs from that. I and remember seeing that, yeah. Yeah. It was a guy from, uh, I forget his name, from Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. Hmm. He came first, yeah. So uh, that that creates a lot of uh, buzz when you've got a famous uh, designer on board. I think the last time we talked, you were still at a full-time job. And you're thinking yeah. about making that switch. And I, I share the story whenever I talk about social media because I, I love Thanks, to man. use you as a case study, right? And say, look, Thank you. here's a guy and here's what he's done. And there's this whole idea that, well, when we're doing social media stuff that we have to create all the stuff. And I said, no, yeah. curate. You're a tastemaker. Curate, exactly. Curate instead of create. And if you can create that prolifically then fine do that too and and in a way in a lot of things that you do you're also creating because you do these geometric uh, uh, pathfinder things to yep. generate logos that in the style that you like so that in yep. that ins- instance you're creating but most of the times you're just curating you're like that logo's not good enough i want to share it fine and then there are yep. some logos that you're like this is great so i'm going to share this with the people and it has to be the best of the best that's that's what i have want to have on the blog because uh like if you go to Dribble, uh, if you go to Logo Pond, you still have logos that are mediocre. So I just want to curate the best of the best. Right. There's That's a lot of goal. mediocre work out there. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to climb through it. Okay. So did you wind up going independent or did you switch shops? What is it that you're doing? 
So I, I left the old job and I got a new job with a media company, mm-hmm. uh, which was a good switch because it's, uh, it's a cool working environment. Uh, I like the job, but I'm working towards getting independent soon. Mm. That That's the goal. Right. And I like hearing that. Now, are you thinking about <laughs> making products or anything like that? Oh, like physical products? Mm-hmm. Like merch? Uh, yeah, I did uh, a test on a T-shirt, mm-hmm. a sole cover of T-shirts. So I'm, I'm looking at finding a good, uh, a better printer because the uh, the printer I did it with, uh, you got to have a campaign, a 30-day campaign. So and you have to hit a certain target for them to print the T-shirt. So which which is a bit troublesome. So every time the campaign ends, you got to rework the campaign. So. Uh, but I'm looking at a permanent permanent fixture for that and mm-hmm. hoping to do some stickers, some buttons, some key tags. Yeah. That's 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 on the cards. Doing some merch like 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 I, I listened to your podcast with uh Aaron Draplin mm-hmm. and he said that almost half of his income is from merch. Right. Was it was it right? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I got the audience, so I need to get everything in order. Before we continue, here's John Roth. Heyo, John Roth here from the future. I'm here to tell you guys about the Pro Membership. A lot of you have been asking about how you can engage with us and where you can go to meet like-minded individuals. Well, I'm here to tell you how. For $75 a month with the Pro Membership, you can join Chris Doe's collective of creative entrepreneurs, which includes everyone from designers to strategists to writers and more from all over the world. Also included is over 40 hours of exclusive videos on a variety of topics, from the business of design to project management, and access to two pro calls a month, where you can have your questions answered by Chris live. All that and more in your pro membership for just $75 a month. Not afraid of commitment? Sign up for a year and save $150. The pro membership, exclusively in the online store. Go to thefuture.com slash shop for more. Uh, have you done public speaking? Uh, not really, no. Is that something you're interested in doing? Might have to train a bit more. <laughs> That's okay. We all have to train a little bit more. The first couple of times is never good, right? Yeah, so I'm right. still working on getting my YouTube videos uh, to like a better, better pedestal or whatever. Yeah, because I sound pretty dead in them. <laughs> well, it's an interesting evolution because the first few videos I watch you, it's just you doing the work and some music, right? Yeah. And then I yeah. saw some videos where you, I think, interviewed people, but you just gave them the questions and so they would respond back yeah. to you on camera. Yeah. So so that all started with, because I used to send them just these questions and then they'd reply with written content and then I'd chuck it on the blog. But uh, I sent it to uh, Brendan Goodcuff, uh, Goodcuff Design. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, bro, uh, I don't any, have any time to write. Uh, I'll just shoot a video and then you can chuck that up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And and he actually, he made everything. He made the intro. He added his own music. And he added the cue cards with the questions. And then that's how it started from there. So thanks. Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like Brendan kind of helped you figure it out thing. Yeah. But that's kind of cool because I also feel the same way that writing it, it's going to take longer than me just explaining it. And yeah. at some point, it's just let me turn on the video recorder and just give you the answer yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. And and the turnaround has been much quicker. Like when I speak to designers and say, hey, could you just record yourself and send it back? 
it's like a couple of days, but when it was written content, sometimes it would take like up to a month Understandably. to get back to questions. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I should maybe I should get you to do some. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do one for you if you want. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Let's make it happen. Yeah. What other ways are you generating income from your social media feed? Uh, so basically right now, the main thing is affiliate marketing mm-hmm. and uh, Google AdSense, which is about it's a couple of hundred bucks a month, which is not much. Uh, mm-hmm. So it would help if I get my uh, subscribers up on YouTube. That would help uh, AdSense greatly. Have yep. people reached out to you to interview you for articles or blog posts or anything like that? I've done two podcasts, uh, one with Connor Fowler, and then mm-hmm. last week I did one with Blue Blue Deer Design, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the guy from Logo Geek. What's his name? Ian. Ian. Pa- Ian Paget. Yep. Ian Paget. Yeah. Uh, he reached out to me, and uh, uh, think they're going to do a collaboration there. Oh, nice. On podcast. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah. So, Ian's very strong on Twitter. Okay. That's where he has his following. So, it's interesting because yeah. ours is on YouTube, yours is on Instagram, and Ian's is on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> we all have different formulas in different places because yeah. I think the thing about Ian is he likes to write. Yep. So, of course, Twitter works well for him where mm-hmm. I don't like to write and my background is in motion design. So, of course, we're going to go to YouTube. Yeah, true, true. And then you, you've mastered the Instagram game. So, just being able to release something every single hour that sounds ridiculous to me right my life is on instagram now it pretty it's, much it's, is it's funny because i i hated instagram because my wife used to take a lot of selfies and i mm-hmm. hated selfies right <laughs> and now it's come yeah, now look what you've become yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i, I have a, um, a question that's a question really is yeah. what are some of the most frequently asked questions that you get about anything that you're doing and then maybe you can just answer those uh hey bro could you design a free logo for my youtube channel could you <laughs> design a free logo for this yeah I, I get a lot of emails a lot of free logo requests yes every day why do they even at ask le- that i don't even understand at least at least 20 emails every day so they think uh i don't know they think that i <laughs> design free logos for them how do you respond? Oh, sometimes I just don't, don't respond because I don't have time to. Right. Uh, it's just ridiculous sometimes. Okay, so anybody that's listening to this, please do not ask Mr. Logo Inspirations <laughs> for free work. Especially don't ask him for free logo design. It's just bananas. And, and like most of them are like young kids, you know, like teenagers. Right. They don't know what's going on. Okay, any other kind of frequently asked question? I get heaps of messages on Instagram asking to promote their logos. I get companies asking for cheap logos. Those are the three main questions I get asked. So people aren't asking you like how you grew your Instagram channel so fast? Mm, no. Very interesting. It, it, it would come up like if I if I befriend a logo designer mm-hmm. and then we start chatting and then that, that would eventually come up. That is wild to me. Yeah. I also noticed that you published a logo trends report. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, last year. That, that got heaps of traffic. Yeah. And tell me what was the genesis of that idea and what was what has happened because of it? Uh, so I wanted to, because I'd seen, uh, was it Logo Lounge? They do a yearly logo trend report. 
to do some studies. So I just wanted to do a study on, on my Instagram and give the followers a trend report on what was the, the most prolific logos that, uh, that was on Instagram at the moment. Uh, and I think negative space logos was the number one. Mm. What's the number one logo there, if I'm correct? can't remember. Negative yeah. space logos are the kinds of logos where there's a hidden image within the negative space, right? Yeah, and it's very intriguing. So mm. the followers love those kind of logos. Uh, why do you love those kind of logos? I have my reasons, but I'm just curious as to why. Because uh, it's, it's, when you look at it first, it seems simple. But when you dig deeper, it's not that simple creating the logo. Mm-hmm. Like if you take George Bahua, I think I got your name right. For instance, like his his logo seems so simple, but it's, it takes a lot of thought to create them. Because I think he uses a lot of the golden ratio. Yes, he does. Yeah. I think he calls it logo gridding and he really has that thing dialed down because he's he's very prolific and I love the little drawings and icons he's able to do. Yeah. And uh, what's I've seen a, a resurgence of the badge logo, which is getting a lot of traction as well. Uh, mm-hmm. The badge logo design and also uh, minimalistic logos. Mm. They get huge amounts of traffic. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to convert that into a PDF uh, next year for the trend report. Mm-hmm. So you would have to give me your email so, and then you get the PDF. So you have to join my mailing list to get the reports. Oh, so you're doing a little email <laughs> trap there, huh? Yeah, no free trend reports this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, if you put in the yeah. work and it's valuable. Yeah. Give me an email. Right? Yeah. Because emails are cheap and the work that you're doing isn't. Yeah. Seems fair to me. I'm, I'm, I'm working on some uh, eBooks as well. Like uh, I'm going to compile some logos just for mm. like reference, like uh, I'm working on a negative space logo book, ebook. So I'm just compiling the best uh, negative space logos and then you just give me an email and then you download that ebook. Um, just out of curiosity, how many you yeah. have on your mailing list today? Uh, it's about 4,000, it's not enough. Yeah, well considering you have half a million yeah. on, on Instagram alone, then you would yeah. think. I haven't Shouldn't been gathering the emails yet. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I have a philosophical question to ask you on this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Because yeah, I have my own point of view on this thing. So, traditional marketing says you create a piece of content that's valuable to somebody, mm-hmm. and then you exchange that piece of content for an email, sometimes called an email trap, right? Because mm-hmm. you're trying to trap their email address. So, then yeah. later on, you could blast out something to them saying, oh, Hey, by the way, did you forget to buy your Skillshare class today? Use our code, etc. Yep. Now, you and I haven't necessarily done it by the book on that, mm-hmm. where you've given away content thinking, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then now it seems like you've come to the realization, hey, there's a reason why everybody recommends doing it a certain way because it just works. How do you feel about that personally? I mean, should you be always going with whatever the industry approaches or is there room for people to try different things uh what as in as in uh, where you offer the product in turn for for money or yeah like yeah. like best practices like for example if somebody doesn't use hashtags for instagram well 
and they have some other idea because they're like, I hate hashtags. Everybody's mm-hmm. using them. And then after a while, they're like, oh, I'm going to have to use hashtags so nobody can find my work. Mm-hmm. And so for you, in terms of marketing and email capture and turning yeah. your passion into a business, almost everybody does it a certain way and it's very similar. Mm-hmm. So w- was there some kind of intentional thought, belief that, hey, I, I don't want to do it like everybody else and here's why? Or was there any other kind of reasoning? I just follow the simplistic approach where I just create something valuable and then I get the audience and then in turn, they would hopefully buy the affiliate products. So I had to create something that was valuable for the for the audience. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, the simplistic way of approaching it. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't see like a way of creating my own trend. Uh, yeah, it just went with the flow. Okay, so here's my, my take on it is that in the video space, we see a lot of people who create these really long infomercials, essentially. Yeah. And they have some kind of big promise, like lose weight without doing exercise or yeah. or everybody can become a millionaire. And yeah. they sprinkle a little bit of information in there, but mostly mm-hmm. it's just to keep keep you engaged in it, to watch for as long as possible. And mm-hmm. then the deal offers up at the end and then you go to some platform to potentially buy. And they use principles of scarcity, like, oh, for a limited time, this price is available or we'll mm-hmm. give the first oh, yeah, 100 yeah, yeah. customers something, right? Yeah, I've, I've looked that. into I've, I've looked into that, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not sure. Like, uh, it seems a bit tricky. Uh, it seems to be used a lot these days. So, it is. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find a way where I'm not like it's not like I'm the fisherman and I'm baiting baiting them like fish to get get the bait. Uh, I'm trying to find a more like a better way to to offer them something. You know? Yeah. So so I have the same thought in that. Gosh, everybody's doing it. Uh, it seems really lazy. It seems very formulaic. Yeah. And after I watch these things, I've never bought something by watching one of them. But, but so it's think, funny how it, it seems to be working for all of them. It is totally working for all yeah. of them because they spend a ton of money advertising. Yeah. And you know it's working because otherwise they would go bankrupt at, at you know at any moment. And it, so I just thought like, gosh, that seems lazy. It seems... Yeah that you're just baiting people in, you're not really giving information, that you're tricking them into watching a 30 minute long commercial only to get them to buy. And the same token, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't want people to do that. I I don't run ads, quote unquote, on our own channel. I don't try to overly promote any products and name drop it all the time. Like you you find something where you give a ton of stuff for free, like heaps of content for free mm -hmm. on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, and... People seem to love that. But then you can't be doing it for free all the time. That's the problem. Yeah. People love free stuff. Yeah. People love free stuff that's very valuable. Yeah. And we were hoping that people would just step up and say, look, we will give you money to keep doing this because yeah. we, we feel like it's an essential part of our experience. Yeah. But they don't, they're not doing that. So what did we yeah. do? We started moving a lot of our, not a lot, but some of our content to be behind a paywall. Yep. And then we're seeing like now they'll buy. But it just seems weird that at a point I was giving it all away for free. If and only if people were going to be able to help support it. They yep. turned out they didn't want to support it. So now we mm-hmm. sell it. And I guess there's some wisdom to the whole concept of uh, following those formulas that people seem to have perfected. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've, I've even been thinking of doing a forum on the website which you'd pay a small membership fee 
every month and then you could uh, talk about logo topics uh-huh. which would be which would seem fair and which would help me do this as a full-time gig right so what's holding you back from doing that oh i'm, I'm working on uh oh, looking at some software the best one to use mm-hmm. uh hosting yeah getting there slowly <laughs> yeah uh, you're are you also like doing logo design on the side aside outside of your job or is there no time left for that no no time at all yeah the last logo i did was for eddie bravo have you heard of eddie bravo yeah yes yeah, so, and he found me on instagram he found me on instagram and sent me a message and said hey buddy I got wow. this, uh, yeah i think it was for some jujitsu uh jujitsu company yeah yeah do you do yeah. do you do jujitsu no <laughs> okay so eddie bravo oh. i think is in the like i want to say like san, san diego area and he's a really well-respected grappler. He's yeah. he's a guy who I think came up with the term best in the world. rubber guard. Yeah, and he beat yeah. the Gracies, and yeah. he's done some pretty incredible things. And the fact that he found you through this, yeah, that's pretty it's cool. <laughs> Send me a message on Instagram. I, I almost dropped my phone because I, I used to listen to him on uh, on the Joe Rogan show. Yeah, yeah. He and was on then, that a lot, right? Yeah. And then I told my friends, hey, Eddie Bravo sent me a message. And they were like, get out of here. <laughs> nah, we don't believe you. <laughs> Send them That's a screenshot cool. and yeah, blew their mind. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. Look at that. So it seems to me like this thing that started out as just pure fun for you has turned into business. It's allowed you to uh, become known and to be able to reach out to people that you like and respect within the design yeah. community. And also for people that you like and respect that aren't even in the design community be able to reach out to you so yeah. boy that's why i like i love talking about you in that way that you're from what i would consider an area that where where design isn't um held to the same standard as it is in the united states like where yeah. you grew up in sri lanka and you moved around a little bit but yeah ultimately you, you land in australia and you're doing your thing and it's just it's so amazing to see I gotta be honest. I mean, when you get to a million or two million followers, I I think you can design a completely different business model for yourself because now you command so many eyeballs. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, so I've got heaps of ideas I've written down. Mm-hmm. Just uh, got to implement them. Just gotta gotta get started. That's what I tell everyone who like comes up to me and they want to start their own business or. Start an Instagram channel. I just got to get started. Yeah, just got to get started. There's there's no point waiting. Not not nothing changes until something moves. Mm-hmm. You got to get moving. Will you take on a employee or intern at some point to help you with this work? Yes, yes. I'll need one in the future. Okay. And how far off into the future do you think that might be? Uh, depends how how hard I keep pushing at this. <laughs> Uh, could be next year, could be in two years. Depends how how much effort I put into the into the company. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe as more money co- continues to flow in, you'll be able to bring on somebody sooner than later, and then just take it to the next level. Because yeah, I'd love to see what you come up with in terms of products or courses or anything else that goes beyond 
you curating content on yep. Instagram. I've, I've also thought of like helping people pick a niche and then work on that niche, like make a business out of that niche. It could be anything like maybe stamp collecting. You start an Instagram account on stamps and then you pick, you got your audience, then you mm. start a blog mm-hmm. and then you start an online course on how to find stamps or whatever. And then you start merch. So it, it's like a trickling effect, like a snowball effect. You start small and then you keep going. It could be any niche. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to encourage you to think about how to expand the ecosystem, to to write and to be seen as an influencer. Maybe you teach people to do what it is that you do via webinars or speaking at uh, events. I'd love for you to do that because yeah, I think... Yeah, I need to get out there. Yeah, you do have to get out there. at the moment. Because when I say, hey, do you guys know Jonathan Rudolph? They're like, who? But if I say, you know Logo Inspirations, like, yeah, of course we know Logo Inspirations. Because people think that's a company. And when I get emails, it's like, hey, guys, uh, hey, Logo Inspirations team, uh, could you post this logo? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they think it's a huge team, but it's just me. Right. Well, you do enough work for a whole team. (laughs) So that's that's probably why. But it, it does seem very legitimate and they... Or it's a natural assumption, a fair assumption, except for you're a company of one. Yeah. Is there any other thing that you want to say at the end of this thing? Uh, just, just a small tip uh, for people. People keep asking me uh, some tools. What's your favorite tool that, uh, that I use, like if I start a business? Because I've, I've, I've experimented with uh, many Instagram accounts. I got a couple of other ones that I've just experimented with. Um, before you start, Go to namecheck.com. That is N A M E C H K.com. And you enter your, the business name that you want. And then it gives you the, the domain. If it's free on the domain, if it's free on Instagram, if it's free on Facebook. And it shows you across all those platforms. So that's, that's one stepping stone to help you with your business name. Hmm. So you got that name across everything. That makes it a lot easier to be able yeah. to find you. Yeah, if you got the same name. Because when I started, I uh, had like, it was Logo Inspirations on Instagram, logoinspiration.net on Facebook. Uh, but then, yeah, I changed that. And I got the Logo Inspirations on Facebook. We don't even have that. The future is thefuture.com, but we couldn't get that for anything else, which is really frustrating. Yeah. Oh, see, so you, yeah. you, you couldn't get it on, like, Facebook and YouTube? Nope. Oh. Even though we spelled it funny, I thought, for yeah. sure, we can get it, but... Somebody else already had that. Everybody's got the without, same freaking idea, you know? Without the E. Mm-hmm. So, namecheck.com. Okay, cool. Namecheck.com. And, uh, yeah, just get started. Whatever you think of doing, just get started. The, the only thing that's holding you back is the way you're thinking. That's it. You just mm-hmm. got to change your mindset. It is the key to everything. Change your mind and everything changes. Yes. My name is Jonathan Rudolph, and you're listening to The Future. The Future is hosted by me, Chris Doe. The show is edited by Stuart Schuster. Big thanks to Adam Sanborn, who composed our theme song. To subscribe to The Future podcast, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now SoundCloud. Make sure you rate and review our episodes. Don't miss out on upcoming events, live streams, workshops, and announcements by going to thefuture.com and sign up for the newsletter link at the bottom. 
You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Future Is Here. Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. See you in the future.